Welcome to Three Little Thursdays, a Marvel Street podcast. Very grateful. Here we are. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Phil. Phil's back. Phil is back. So are we. So am I. Yeah. Hi. Welcome back, Nico. Hi. Good but to have you back. Last week's episode was great. I had, a, um, I enjoyed that, Phil. Thanks for sharing all your. I'll try and cut them short a little bit. What? I tend to ramble. What? Actually, quite thought it was quite brief. I think we could do a longer one. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> we had some awesome feedback too. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. Yep. Fergus, Fergus, our, our dude in Sydney, loved it. Our. Uh, and Mark uh, Howard. Mark Howard sent me a, a message. Said he listened to it on the plane over to Columbia. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they're all in Columbia at the moment. A couple of uh, emails throughout the week as well. Yeah. So oh, thanks for that's, you know, sometimes our our ramblings can be more technical. That was nice to have a story. Mm. Mm. But it's nice to have you back here again. We, we'll, you know, we'll do our best to try and get you back as many times as possible. I'm available. It's beautiful. So and 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 it's been good to, you know, reflect on some of the things that we could offer our customers. So. Um, you know, I think, Mikey, what's on your list of... Well, maybe a bit of housekeeping first. I, uh, this Saturday, Fergus is doing the first official, I guess, monthly Sydney cupping at Orwell's Coffee that he's holding. He's going to be doing them once a month at the, the start of the month. So it's coffee tasting Saturday. and yeah. education. Yeah. So basically, oh, it'll be um, what we're currently serving. Yeah. Um, and where is Orwell's? Orwell's is in Potts Point Fantastic. on Orwell's Lane. Well, Lane. Fergus took um, over Laurie's job, and Laurie's job, and Fergus is our Sydney coffee ambassador. And um, Laurie left Marble Street to open Orwell's. We nice. h- we helped in the process, so it's partly ours, but we can't take any credit for it because he's there doing it. And it's a great location. Potts, yeah, Potts, Potts Point is going literally off. across from Room Ten. Oh, beautiful! So uh, yeah, it, it, um, they had their biggest week last week. Yeah, he's pumping. Crushing it. Pumping. Apparently had seven staff on and was still hanging out. And Fergus, actually Fergus was on the coffee machine. Oh. Just trying to help. Wow. Fantastic. Awesome. So anyway, so um, they're pumping and, um, but that's where it's at. Yep. And there's like a couple of spots left. You've just got to jump onto our Facebook page. There's an Eventbrite thing where you can book a ticket. It's free. It's free. Uh, Well, it's not free because you've got to bring your time. You've got to what? Bring your time. You've got to bring your time. (laughs) It's on the weekend though. Saturday. Yeah. yeah, and I think the boys are going to do beers afterwards. So, yep. Um, other than that, uh, Fergus is working on a training program for all our um, wholesale customers. Project Eight Plus. Eight I plus. love this. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess it's an in- initiative to have everyone, every cafe serving Eight Plus coffee all yeah. the time. Yeah. Uh, if the goal was for everyone to serve great coffee, like if everyone's just doing great coffee. That was the idea. Was that it's everyone serving great coffee? Let's fine tune every account because sometimes some cafes, you know, the the water's not exactly right, or there's always some little thing that's hanging in the wind. So eight plus is ticking all those boxes. Mm. And we said eight eight out of ten. Eight is great. So anything above that or that and above is yeah, if you, is awesome. If you're doing that every day, well, if you can turn up to a cafe, you you'd be tribute to this. If, if you could turn up to a cafe and get a, a great excellent cup of coffee every, every day time. every time eight plus but the nice thing is also going i love this brand of coffee and go anywhere where you know that brand yes. is and get the same coffee yeah that's gold absolutely that's the dream mm. yeah so that's a great idea and Bring it can it be on. completely different 
vibe in the cafe. Different people, so, different, you know. So Fer- Fer- Fergie's been really good in, the, in, in that he's been pushing uh, all of all of the things that is required for a barista technically and workflow-wise to produce an A-plus cup. So he's setting up, setting up project, a training program, uh, an equipment list and, you know, process list. And so I think he's going to actually staple on or bolt on some training at the end of the cupping. It's not, the, not this first week, but I mm-hmm. think the idea is that eventually we'll have that, you know, on, an, on a Saturday you can go and cup once a month and then maybe there's a Q&A or maybe there's like, okay, what can we work on? Or maybe there's just some latte art or something, yeah. you know, for the week. But that's to come. Great. That's a gift to all the uh, customers out there. Yeah. Everybody will appreciate that because then you get your consistency and, you know, people will just love that. Yeah, um, I hope so. No, it's, quite, it's quite an investment for us. Well, it's, um, it's going to pay off because you're sitting in Byron Bay sending coffee to Sydney. Yes, that's exactly right. So it's a big call and there's a hell of a lot of coffee in Sydney now. Yeah. I think 500 roasters or something silly. Is there really? Something absurd. I've never looked at the numbers. Yep. Last count, last, I mean, last time I remember it was like 1,500 roasters in Australia, but that, that would have quadrupled by now, I imagine. Yep. Um, wow. Well, we're here to help. Yes. Yeah. Other than that, um, I guess let's just quick shout out to Louis and Huey at, at Emerald Beach. Oh, yeah. Um, next Wednesday. Well, next Thursday is their first day of uh, serving Marble Street coffee. We built them a, a second new coffee cart that's uh, modular and... Can we, can we tell a little story there? Yes. Yeah, so, so they they wanted to serve coffee for our <coughs> coffee for a long time, but they didn't. They, they they just felt like they couldn't do it justice because they've they've bought like a general store, you know, and it's and and everything's kind of it's like chicken or the egg. Do we get the coffee first or do we do the renovation first? And 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 they're going to have to go through the renovation. So when they came and visited, we thought, well, how about we just build them an awesome cart, right? That's part of the decor. So we built and put all the coffee on there. So we've got an RO system in there and we've got, you know, it, it, it's, all, it's all decked out, ready to go. So the idea is turn up, plug it in, be part of the furniture, of course. It won't be like a cart cart, you know. It'd be like, you know, it's timber. It looks like a bar. It looks yeah. like a bar. It's made out of timber, yeah, but it's on wheels. Um, and it does look beautiful. Yeah. I've seen it. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, so ho- hopefully they, you know, next Wednesday for Thursday morning, they just turn it on and, they can be serving awesome coffee in in um, uh, in Coffs Harbour, Emerald Beach. Yeah, oh. and when they when they've got the renos happening and maybe the shops closed for a day or so, because they've got to get grease trap and it's a few lots other to big do. things, they it's can just wheel it outside and keep making coffee for the yes. public takeaway. Yeah. So, but you know that, that's an example of us working with our customers. Like if you know if mm. you face any if you're facing any issues like that, just get in touch and we'll do everything we can to make sure that um, um, the coffee keeps. Being made. We can, yeah, yes, exactly. Always. Yeah, I'm excited for them. So, yeah, if you're traveling up or down to Sydney, to Byron, or up that highway now, you've got another stop on the way for, for Marvel Street Coffee. Uh, uh, yeah, unfortunately, Yamba uh, Lecce is leaving us this week. Uh, shout out, they've, they've decided to close cafe and just do nights. Mm. They've dreamt of uh, opening a restaurant. So instead of selling the cafe and trying to find somewhere else to do a restaurant they decided just to go to a restaurant but they were serving our coffee at night times as black we're just doing batch mm. batch but, um, oh, there's a lot sad. of cafes in it yamba sad so. they, they, they just had two two more open and, yeah and 
you know, it's a it's quite a, a really seasonal yeah, it's a, town. And it's a crowded town, exactly. Mm. It's yeah. like really busy, and then really and they all, quiet. like Claire, Claire and Zach. I mean, they've been supporters since the beginning. Amazing. And I'm sad, but I'm happy for them at the same time. Mm. You know. Um, but anyway, it's kind of good so to know when to <clears throat> change. If it's not working, and you've got the energy. And you can go in a different direction. That's a great option. You know, you have to take it. Why not, right? Yeah. Mm. Why yeah. not? I'm happy for them. I'm stoked that, that, I mean, Zach and Claire's food's amazing. And I think the, din- the dinner thing will, will suit them well. They've got a great location for it. And, Fantastic. And, and th- they will do well. Yeah, for sure. Their they food, will is, do well. their food should, is awesome. Yeah. And they will still continue to sell Mile Street as, as Batch, but it'll just be a nighttime venue. So, cool. so next up, Emerald Beach. Emerald Beach. I'm so excited funny. For those it's so dudes, funny like, that one's closing and one's opening yeah. in the same week. Literally the same week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're gonna. The the boys are at Emerald are absolutely gonna Louis, crush it. Like Louis and is Huey. a rock star on the coffee machine. Yeah. Um, they both got so much charisma and um, yeah, like it's a it's a great spot. Like a block back from the beach. Can't um, wait to go down there next week. Yeah, it's sick. Like you go down there, see sunrise over the. Over the headland, there's kangaroos hanging out on the headland. You wander a block back from the beach, and it'll be epic brews. It's going to be great. Surf, surf and coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Awesome. Let's get into it, hey? This week's podcast is about... Stuff training. Um, last week's episode feels awesome, and uh, one of the things I guess I took away from it that kept running around in my head is, um, you know, you said, I think, quote, your, your cafe is nothing without your staff um, and people don't invest enough in staff training so I think we'd be cool to touch on that um, a bit this week and, and there's a few questions up there um, I guess like the first one is how, how, much, how much time and money do you invest in staff training like how do you how do you predict that the person you're investing this money in is worth it it has to be a two-way street so the person that you're interviewing you should at the very beginning with help from someone who understands how to interview come up with a list of interesting questions you know and obscure what kind of music do you listen to what do you do for a hobby what's your main passion where have you what schooling did you do like really simple things as well as you know what is your favorite food where have you traveled so you get a big picture of the person all at once without just focusing on, okay, can you produce a great coffee? Mm. And then you'll start to understand whether you're going to fit. Uh, uh, and I suppose with that, it's like, do you want to hang out with this person for eight hours of the day? You have to. If you're in a do, you love, do, do, do you want to love hanging out with them and love sharing your customers with them? You know, and I think those questions are more important than can you steam milk? There's times when exceptional people come your way yeah who you do not get on with. Mm. So you can have that exact opposite. Somebody who really isn't your person, but you know that they are absolutely call it anal. They love the job, but they're not your social group. And that, that's a little bit of an interesting dynamic because if you're standing next to somebody who really kind of irritates you, you've got to take that on yourself and go, all right, well, I've got to adjust as well. If you get somebody who's exceptional... Be prepared to bend, yes. you yes. know, and often as the boss, as the person starting it, you'll want to employ people that are better than you. I think that's absolutely essential. Look at somebody and go, yeah, he's going to be much better than I am. And those are the people all over the world, big business has, has learned that 
employ good people. And at, even at that level, you want to show them how you want it done from day one. Spend the time, whatever it takes. You know, you've, you've got a business you want to last for 10 years or 20 years. Spend the time initially, it'll pay off. Mm. Um, so going in, understand you've got to have a budget for staff training. And, yeah. and, and by that, you mean don't just rely on turning up to your first shift and learning everything on that morning. Oh, no. Do some after hours training. Just, and, and I think the person that will come to you who's prepared to put time into your business, they, will, they won't mind saying, okay, you know, I'll do time unpaid because nobody should expect to come into a job and get taught while and, being paid. And get paid. Yeah, it, it's a bit, you know, it's a great idea. Yes, I'm going to be, I am the rock star. But you pay me while I'm learning, even though I don't know how to you know, wash a dish yet. Mm. I think it's such an old school part of employment that's been lost, you know, and you know, you free time for education. Well, it's, you know, in the olden days, families used to pay to send their children to get an apprenticeship. Yeah. It was like five years and they would pay the employer to teach them. Because yeah. it's education rather than employment. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so they're getting a, a big part of their lives ahead of them. Mm. But every now and again, you get lucky and you get the right person who walks in and you know that they will be there, that they will look after you and you look after them and you get this instant. That's the dream. It doesn't happen all the time. And sometimes you each have to earn each other's respect. Mm. You know, if someone comes in who's a, a proper rock star and they see you and you're not as good as them, they might not have that respect. So you have to earn that by showing them, okay, this is how we do things, this is what I'm... And by, by taking responsibility, by taking leadership, they will then look up to you and go, okay, this guy's done the time to get me to this position. I can now walk into his business, have a job which is secure and appreciated. You know, and responsibility, well, there's the next level. Yeah. As soon as you give somebody responsibility, they either collapse or really take it on board. Yeah, I think... Uh, I think I'm really good at that. Yeah, you, you, you do this well, I think. You, it's definitely one of my strong points. <laughs> nice. You, you hand over, without ever actually officially saying you hand over. <laughs> Sometimes it's, it's this realisation like, I'm actually doing this, aren't I? Yeah. I don't know when it happened, but somehow I'm, this is my role now. <laughs> yeah, you know. It comes down to trust. Yeah. At some so point. There's definitely a paradigm for me when, in, you know, you're just looking at how to, how to maintain customer, um, not customer, um, employment, employment retention, employer retention, you know, is really important to me because of you spend so much time. You, you pick the person and then, yeah. you, and then for the reason that they go away or go somewhere else is probably partially your fault in that, in you know, you've got to give them responsibility. You've got to give them autonomy um, in respect um, um, room to move, you know, no, no, um, no ceiling as such. I mean, in some places, you know, at the end of the day, if you're in a cafe, the end of the road might be making coffee. Yeah. But the beginning might be washing dishes, you know. Uh, but um, and you know, longevity I think is important. With all, with with all, um, you know, we've had hardly any any staff leave Marble Street really, other than the monotonous jobs which we employ. You know, um, for but I think if you can take out the monotony and empower your staff and um, give them responsibility and pay them fairly, 
treat them well. You know, it's pretty basic stuff. And also be a little bit nuts. Oh. <laughs> because if you can have fun at work, yeah. then it's no longer, oh, I'm just going to work. Yeah, yeah. You kind of know that, yes, I've got a responsibility, I've got a serious job, but God, I love it. Yeah, yeah. And if you get that feeling from your job, you're winning. Yeah. Yeah, turn up to work and be stoked, right? Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it's like, oh, yeah. I've got to get there again. I like your enthusiasm. <laughs> you know, it's got, it's got to do, be you, fun. You do that well. You know, there's not many, you know, anyway. Good work. I was lucky enough to have people leave and come back yeah, yeah. three or four times. Yeah. So people left to go and do something else and then they'd travel and they'd be in between. You're their backstop. Say, yeah, it's like, can you give us some shifts? I said, absolutely. Yeah. I'm yeah. going on holiday. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah, it's what, great. Who, how, what was your longest serving staff member? Do you remember? I think um, Nathan, yeah. who was part-time for about eight years. Wow. Yeah, that's wow. Good. But he was always there. Yeah. If he said he was going to be there, he, he might have been 10 minutes late, but he was always there. It was never not turn up. Yeah. You know, and uh, actually eight years, seven, six, nine, just people coming and going, but they kept coming back. Yeah. So it was obviously... You were, the, you were their backstop. You were their backup yeah, plan. and they knew that I would never say no. Yeah. So if, if someone came and said, can I have a shift? I'd say, yep, I'll be staying home today. Yeah, right. You're getting up at quarter past three tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and going back to the sort of uh, the question of how do you know if the person's right for the fit? You're not going to get it right every time. No, and what, what, what percentage of the people that walked in the door asking for a do- job did you turn around and go, all right, you seem fit for this, I'm going <laughs> to... Look, I'll share a, at all the people who worked for me knew my trick. We had a cafe across the road that was a friend of mine. And when somebody didn't fit in, I would always get them a job there. I'd say, oh, he's looking for someone. I won't name names. He's looking for someone. And, you know, I don't have enough shifts for you at the moment, but he'll get you going. Because I knew it was not as intense as our place. And these people would get a better level of skill by having a slower start to their barista experience. Yeah. But all my guys would look and go, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and I suppose I was lucky. I never had anybody that really just didn't fit immediately. And I gave them a try and I really, you know, you tried, picked right, tried my best. You picked right. Yeah. But there were a couple that you just knew within a week it wasn't going to work. And I call it the second gear. You know, mm. so if you missed a plod and you're cool and you're relaxed... That's great because that's what you want. You want someone who can hold it together even the worst situation. But when 40 tigers arrive in the shop, you've got to be running around churning. You've just got to be going at a million miles an hour for that time. Mm. And then go back to Mr. Plod. But if all you are is that one gear, yeah. it's a fixie and there's nowhere to go. You've got mm. a hill, you're still going at that. Mm, well, they're not going to work. Yeah. Because we all know cafes Hustle. turn into chaos. Hustle. Hustle. Yeah. Hustle. Get that hustle and when get, it's ready. Get going. Start sweating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, if you're not sweating, you're not working. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you laugh about it. Yeah. And so, what's your approach when you find that somebody doesn't have a second gear? Is it like ruthless well, and it's. You try that, not to. the door and see you later? Or? No, no. You, you, you try and encourage. You mm-hmm. try and show how to speed up a few techniques that'll, you know, that they're doing a little bit strangely. And if you have to tell somebody every day, a couple of times a day for a week, 
you know they're never going to get it. Yeah. It's not it. Yeah. They don't, they don't have the hustle. They just don't have the hustle. But I would always tell people, look, you're starting on the dishes. And, you know, ace baristas would walk in the door and I'd say, look, I need you to start on the dishes because then you understand what's going on. You understand how the toast is being made because you're right there. You understand that if we don't have plates and cups, we don't have a shop. So it's all very well for you to be the main man out there. But if you don't get that the guy in the back has actually got totally. you covered, totally. then you can't do it because you're going to have to do the dishes. Yeah, I, I always find that if somebody's lacking understanding of a certain job role, the only way that they're ever going to get to, to understand the importance of that is that they are in that position themselves. Absolutely. And if somebody's falling short on, on a task, then you, you put them in the task next in line after after the task they're performing and then they feel they feel the shortcomings of their their position prior you know it's always you, you put them on the other the other, other side other side right. of that role and it's my espresso and cups and they like the lights come on yeah absolutely <laughs> it's like when you show somebody how to butter toast and you go out there and they can't butter toast you go well okay i'll show you again this is how you butter toast because it's pretty quick there's the toast comes out you follow the lines, butter the toast, put some to, jam to, to the edges. To the edges. <laughs> da, 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 <laughs> I done. still can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> put on the plate. And then you see them taking something out the freezer and trying to you know, stab it on. You kind of go, really? Hey, you, you've done that before and it hasn't worked. Yeah. Just, you've done it before. It hasn't worked. once it, or twice. And you've tried it at home and you know it doesn't work, but you're doing it right now. Yep. And again and again. And and yeah, it's, so you know when, if somebody's going to listen... They're not going to take it as criticism. Yep. They're going to go, oh, that's how you do it. That guy, that guy that gets the ramekin of butter and puts it on the stove and goes and clears some tables, puts, puts a load of washing on, comes back, gets that <laughs> melted butter and puts it straight onto the piece of toast. He's the winner. <laughs> He's the winner. He's the guy who gets the job, right? right? It's two things at once. Yeah, it's like yeah. if you're standing in an office waiting for the paper to get printed out of the printer, dead. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think nowadays we are lucky that people are going into hospitality generally want to be there yeah it's not it's it's not a backup job yeah i mean every now and again you get someone my age who's never done hospitality try and get into the situation and you you have to explain to them look it's it's just not right because you'll have a heart attack doing this job Mm. and i know it's ageist and you know not politically correct but sometimes you've got to explain to people look you can't fit behind the counter oh yeah it's, yeah. it's tough. You've got you know, a speed at which you're going to have to move. And if you can't do that, you're going to feel uncomfortable. It's not going to work for you. I always tell people also if they want to start, start in a restaurant where it's yeah. a slower pace when you can really look and be careful about how you're doing each mm. coffee. And there's more staff generally in there's restaurants. There's more staff so you, so you back each other up. But if, if you're the you main know, man I've, and you I can't found, fly, you know, I found that anyone that worked in restaurants, they came to the cafe, they weren't fast enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's what I found. You know, and I actually ended up going all right. All restaurant experience, I want cafe experience. Yep. You know, I think I was a little bit less tolerant. Am. Am. <laughs> <laughs> going back a little bit to constructive feedback to these people that can't perform the job straight away. What did you find worked best to provide feedback without emotion or ego getting in the way? I tried not to do it in times of stress yep. yeah, good. Uh, because it's very easy to just explode at somebody under pressure. All it's going to do is going to prevent your customers from getting 
everything right at that time. Mm. Doesn't well, it, was, it doesn't help. It doesn't help it in doesn't the least. Help. You can't you can't ride somebody when the pressure's on. So you've got to basically either step in and just move them aside for that pressure time, politely, mm. and then once it's calmed down, could you please do you the dishes? I've got this. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then you know, then you talk and say, all right. At the time, we need to be able to really communicate and go. All right, this shot coming out. We need the milk done at the same time. You can't. Put a shot on, and then walk out the back and have a cigarette. It's, it's just uh, you know, if there's no one to the left of you to pour the milk or do the jug, it's what are you doing with this coffee? Just toss it. Yeah, and it, it is. It takes a while for people to get that intense. You know, you've got to have a sense of urgency. I used to write in text in funny places on the walls. A sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. It's like you've got it or you don't. Yeah, yeah. And the people that get think, it get it immediately. Yeah. And I think what's coming out of this is that you have this drive for good customer service, and and you want people to come and have a great experience, and you want people to get their food and coffee in a timely manner, and you want it to be right every time, and you need the right people to do that. Yeah. And yeah. I think. People don't get how much people want to get their service done quickly. Even though they're chilled and they're relaxed, people love it when they sit down and... Coffee arrives. Coffee arrives. It's like, Boom. wow, I love that. Yes. And especially Same. when you're dealing with people doing takeaways, they don't Same. want to be standing for 15 minutes waiting for a coffee while the barista is dude, you know, doing dude. that exact thing over there. And there's nobody in the shop. And the barista's gone off on this tangent. And the guy goes, look, I'm catching a plane. I need my coffee. Really, I don't, you don't need to educate me on how you're making the coffee right now. Please, make me my coffee. Yeah. And, and then if I stay around, then, then we can talk. Yeah. 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 But, 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 but I think the education process for, for staffing as well is that as soon as someone arrives, as soon as they arrive, regardless if it's order and pay, no matter what, as soon as they arrive, as soon as you see them, can I get you Hello. Coffee? Hi. Can I get you a coffee? Yeah. Sure. What do you drink? Okay. Boom. They're sitting down. They've got a menu. You've bought a minute, they've had a coffee, and then all of a sudden you can sell them a second coffee because they've drunk that coffee before they've ordered. And then you're selling them another one. <laughs> so, you know, and, and, and that's right. And that's what it takes. And that right person, but, you and, know, I don't know if you can actually teach the right person. The, the, the right person has always got it, has always got it. But customer service is all about that, even if you've got your head down and you're being slammed. Just even eye contact, like a little hand movement. Hi, yeah. you're no, right you, with oh, you. You know what I used to do? There'd be, there'd be a queue at the door past the coffee machine. And I could just see at that point, the docker rail's full. <laughs> I looked across in the kitchen. And there'd be dockets all across the docker rail in a bowl. <laughs> it's not dockets, in a bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> right? And you're like, oh, this, is, this is fucked. <laughs> no one's getting their food. We're, we're, no one, no we're, getting... we're 20, 30 minutes down the gurgler. That's it. And yeah. I'm like, there's no point in getting coffees out this quick. There's just no point. So I just start giving people in the queue coffee. And, you know, it was like some, one way to chill the whole cafe out because everyone was angsty. And so everyone in the queue past the coffee machine would have an espresso, even though they didn't drink black coffee. <laughs> Here you go, espressos. All the shots would come out of the machine, all as espressos for everyone. You don't drink black coffee? It's free. Enjoy it. <laughs> beautiful beautiful yeah. it's like setting the mood it's like, okay cool now now let's get on with it you know and it's something that i always did was, oh here we go you know and you know giving your your staff that ability to know that they can give away a coffee to help yeah you know if somebody gets a bad one you don't argue with them and say oh no it's okay 
it's like, oh shit, I forgot. I put skim in instead of normal. Hang on, just give me a minute. And you just change the line for a second, make another one of those coffees, tell the guy next to you, we're making that again. Quick, get this out. Yes. And people go, oh, thanks. Instead of going, no, no, he did it wrong. It was, it was his fault. I, it wasn't me. It's like, just own up. Yep, mm. you dropped the hairpin in the coffee. Yeah. It's your fault. You don't have long hair, but it's your hair in the coffee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those sort of conversations can happen when you're having staff beers afterwards. Who, yeah. Who dropped the ball there? Prior- priorities, get the coffee out. There's yeah. nothing worse than when you're in a cafe and there's a there's a docket issue or an order issue and there's three staff standing just around trying to figure it or just trying to figure it out I'm like just one one brain's enough for one ticket yeah, just, yeah. Like, just, just make it figure it out make a decision go yeah, yeah move on and yeah. mistakes happen you know and yeah. from the beginning teaching your staff which nobody really I've never seen it you tell them if there's a mistake that's the first thing you fix own up to it say oops we made a mistake and you've got the power and the ability to yeah. just know that you can give that person follow, their follow up. Follow up. Just follow up on it, it yeah. doesn't. The boss isn't going to fire you for making another coffee. Yeah. You yeah. know. So it's like, oops, I made a mistake. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, we'll make another one. Yeah. And it goes to the whole menu if you're that person in charge at that time. Yeah. As the, soon as you own the mistake, it sets the customer at ease. Yeah. yeah. While while you're apologize. You, yeah. While while you're providing some resistance to them then it then it becomes antagonistic and the situation only becomes inflamed and it just costs everyone money and time yeah. and dissatisfaction and, and promotes and it's just negative game the whole way whereas an immediate oh shit sorry yeah my fault let's sort it out yeah i used and to tell my happen. customers as well please <laughs> never hesitate to complain i said because if you're unhappy just tell us. Tell whoever it is. Even if I'm not there, please. Especially if I'm not there. Yep. Mm. Tell the guys, hey, this coffee wasn't great today. This, 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 my toast was burnt. Mm. We did have a great customer who always got burnt raisin toast. And he just knew that he was going to get burnt raisin toast or he didn't get his raisin toast. <laughs> and it was so, un- <laughs> not done or overdone. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like his thing. He just knew, like, am I going to get it today? Like he'd come down and say, look, you if you guys can... It's, it's probably the drama for his week or his day. It's yeah, like, okay, what's going to happen with my raisin toast today? He didn't mind paying, but he just said, look, if I could get my raisin toast today. You know, so people get educated. I don't mind if it's burnt, just fucking give it to me. There, there's some things that go wrong and there's some customers that was always that customer... Yes. And I, you know, this totally. is best intentions going haywire. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny how there is always, there's one of those customers and in every nicer, restaurant. Often, often the nicest people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> do, you, do you have a story oh. of taking, of, of, of the wrong person oh. coming in and, and making them the right person? Yeah, always. There's, yep. there's so much of that because if you can't, you're not in that business. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to love everybody. I've had people, you know, you could just see they've come in with something not right in their day. And yep. behind the counter, you ask, How was your you day? Know, how's your day? Anything going on? And I've had people, mum just died, abortion, you know, you name it. Mm-hmm. So people are going through stuff. So when you serve somebody a coffee... You've got to take responsibility that you might be entering a whole world. Yes. Because you drop it down and that person could be in tears. Or that person might just scream at you how shit the coffee is. You've got to know that something's going on for that reaction. We had... It's not the coffee. We had a guy (laughs) who I knew his background. 
I wasn't there this day. And he attacked a local about her treatment of her dog. And one of my guys just lost it and said, he just went up to him, took his coffee, tossed it onto the road, <laughs> gave him his five bucks and swore at him and said, get out and never come back. Yeah, right. No soup for you. So this guy was particularly rude generally, yeah. but he was single, living in a van, on his own, unhappy person. Yeah, yeah. And I knew that he would come into the shop and I got that earlier, but it happened too many times when I wasn't there and somebody who didn't have that empathy just absolutely lost it. Yeah. So you can understand that you can't always do the right thing, yeah. but you try to. And I've, I've seen it. I've seen people I've who are just living stories. in horror. Yeah, yeah. And they would come there, but no social skills. And it's like, you know, that coffee. You, I, I think the advice there is do your best to provide them with great service and great coffee and treat them like everyone else. If you can, and if you you can, can be you, nice, it's easier than being it. horrible. That's it. And you never know what's going on in someone's back. No. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. We've all got our demons. Yeah. And that's, that's the lesson that's also, it's going back to staff training. You've got to help, especially youngsters, because they don't have that years of experience to, to call back on. Just take a deep breath and go, we're here for customer service. It's my choice to work in this job. And I've got to take a deep breath before I react to somebody and just look and go, yeah, maybe think, it's my fault. Maybe I'm giving out negative vibes. Be nice. Say, look, really sorry I was a bit abrupt with you. Here's your coffee on the house. Really, I hope you have a better day from mm. now on. Yes. But it's giving people the power. But, and it's, it's from day one. You've got to show them that don't expect everybody to be in a good mood. You know, people are going to come and they are going to be ugly yeah. every now and again. And you can't kick out every ugly person because in a city situation, yeah. a lot of people are in a bad mood a lot of the time. Yeah, they're well, they're turning up to their drug dealer and they haven't had drugs in 12 yeah. hours. So. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a part of them that's bad, but there's a part of them like, I'm going to get my drugs soon. I'm going to be cool. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to yeah. be good. And then you give them a shit coffee. Oh. It's cold. Yeah, it's cold. They're going to take cold. you apart. It, it, it's cold skin instead of, instead yeah. of soy yeah. or something. <laughs> uh, I did have a lady walk out in our first week because I was on the machine and I forgot to heat the milk. Hey, right. So it's just like in that chaos, you know, we were just going nuts and I poured the coffee and gave it to her to take away and she walked out and she came back screaming. <laughs> and I just, had to, I just burst into laughter. I was like hysterical <laughs> laughter but I thought it was really funny and I just said, I oh, look really sorry. You know, I'm, just, I'm a bit unco and I missed heating the milk process. <laughs> Yeah, she did come back after a couple of months. Staff uh, training. That's awesome. Staff training tip one. Yeah. Teach, your, teach your staff how to steam milk. <laughs> Make sure the milk's hot. Yeah. That, that's uh, how, do you, how do you, I suppose, how do you cost staff saving? Uh, staff saving. How do you cost staff training? Yeah, how do you keep track of it? Like, Look, you have to know, starting a business, you've got to have a little bit of spare in reserve because things, there's always something going wrong. Definitely, and, you, and, and definitely in the startup phase. Definitely. Startup phase, you've, you've got to have extra money. People say, it's going to cost me $100,000. I'm going to do this and I've got it and I've got that and we've got two months worth of rent. And you kind of go, well, you better have more than that because... That GST was going to bite you in the bum. GST is going to be a month <laughs> later and you're down the gurgler already. Yes. So it is. It's, it's that experience of knowing that from day one, you've got to have you know, a couple of days pay available for each staff member that you're going to do 
who is going to be useless until you show them. Mm. You know, and it's, I think one of the hardest things for people is to understand how to interview. But someone might come in and go, oh, gorgeous young man. He's, he's going to be beautiful behind the machine. All the girls are going to love coming here because he's going to be so hot. And you find out he's got two left hands. <laughs> yeah, you know, and he's completely, completely useless and can't talk. So yeah. you, you can get confused by who you're talking to. Mm. We all know that young people coordinated with charisma, is, they're your dream moment in a, in a staff situation. Yeah. They've got all the coordination, they've got the skills, but not everybody's like that. And you be prepared to help people that you know, need those little bit of extra times. Some of my best staff were people that were pretty ordinary to begin with, but they wanted to be good. I think that for me is the big thing like we always when I was in the restaurant hired attitudes not skills yeah because you can always teach a skill but you never can teach that attitude yeah and uh and so what was the process for you when you when you take someone who who had who wants to be good what what do you do with them start them at the basics Start them at the absolute basics. Keep them away from the machine until they're just saying, please, can't you show me after work? I'll be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you saw that enthusiasm, you say, yep, okay, we finish at one o'clock. We'll spend the afternoon here. We'll go through. You can burn some milk. You can throw a couple of kilos of coffee away. Beautiful. But in the beginning, do the dishes, do them well, clean under the coffee machine, get in the corner, scrape the dirt away, you know? Yeah. Keep in touch with the, the, the cooking plates. Take mm. some pride in that whole situation. Be, be a team player. Right? Be a team player. You know, yeah. be, you know, it's not standing back and just watching the dishes all yeah, pile yeah. up outside. And, 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 and anyone listening to this might think it's not about treating someone badly either. It's like no. th- these jobs need to happen and need to get done. And the best way to learn how everything's done is to start at the beginning. I won't say the bottom. I'll say yeah, the, beginning. The, beginning. the beginning. And the beginning is the jobs that are most monotonous that, that everyone ha- else has done prior to you arriving. And, and, and that's not the bottom. It's the beginning. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm doing that with Ant at the moment. And it's just started with us back after um, how many years? Three years? He left three or four years ago. And, uh, you know, he was our roaster for two years. He roasted coffee for two years here. Fantastic. And, and, and you know, when he started his own cafe, but... He's back, and I'm like, dude, you just got to learn the process. The place has changed so much in the last five years. Um, and he's putting stickers on bags, and he's looking at Joe's systems on um, allocations. And he's meticulous. And he is meticulous. Yeah. 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 He and, is meticulous. and his attitude is exemplary. Yeah. He, I mean, you asked him to do a job yesterday. Yeah. And it and was done, like, it was just a basic job. But, you know, he, he, he did it extremely well and quickly. Yeah, you know, and to see that, it's and, like, okay, cool. And there's something else which you can never do enough of: compliments. Yeah, it's the simplest, simplest little thing. It every time I do something well, it is so course, good because people love a compliment. Yeah. You just instantly feel good yeah. when someone says, "Wow, I couldn't do this without you." Thank but, you but, so yeah. much. But also, I think there is this notion that you can't tell someone that they've done things well. Well, if you're a man, you can't be nice because then they drop the ball. <laughs> afterwards. You, you can't. You can't give someone <laughs> yeah. a hug. Yeah, yeah, you totally. can't go. Wow, I love you. Thank you. Yeah, I yeah. had a I had a boss that was like that. He's like, I don't, I really want to give you a compliment, but 
You're just gonna. I know you're just gonna drop the ball if I do. So I'm just gonna. You're broken. <laughs> yeah, rather yeah. just keep hitting you. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing really well, but I don't want to tell you that because you drop the ball. Uh, I'm not scared of that, eh? Yeah. <laughs> no, you do that well. Yeah. Um, you, got it, I, you got you got her there, right? And it makes you feel good. Yeah. yeah. It's like that's awesome. Thank you. There's I, a there's a keep doing that. technique where you get in a group and you talk to each other, and it's real opening stuff, and you. In a group, the first thing you do is say a terrible thing about each other. Right. So you really, like you've been working together and yeah, you've got stuff going on, but you don't actually say it. You don't go, you know what, your breath is killing me. Because it's a really, it's the hardest thing to do to tell someone you work with that they've got bad breath. But in this group, openness and trusting group, you and allow yourself to really say the things like, Somebody scratches their nose while they're you know, making coffee. And you just, it just kind of grabs you and you want to punch them. And in this group of trust, you say, you know what? Every time you're in the group and I see you picking that little ear hair and then not washing your hands and carrying on making coffee, I, want to, I actually want to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And you, I, 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 sorry, sorry, not to them. I had this story the other day. We're going to come back to that, right? Circle of truth, where, where you know, baristas smell the coffee. Yep. And one of my mates who just drinks flat whites, right, walks up to the barista, and the barista's making his coffee, and he sticks his nose in yep. the cup, yep. and swirls it around, yep. and smells it, and and he said, and I was there with him, and he goes, "What are you, well, what are you doing to my coffee?" Get your nose, get your beak out of my coffee. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Actually, make it again. <laughs> no, that's right. But so the, this technique works in that you, you all say, you know, you take one person, you pick, okay, we're going to Nico and we're going to all say the thing we hate about him that we really don't like about him, that we all work and we just go, it really irritates me, but, I, you know, you can't say it. And you all do around and you say it to him. And then we do it to the next person and the next person. By which time you're all sitting there in a little quivering mess going, oh, I don't even know where I'm alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then you've got to dig deep. And you've got to say what you absolutely love about them. Yeah. And you'll find that so often it's easier to say the, the horrible thing. It's a strange oh, human totally. trait. Wow. Yeah. Totally. And when you've got to really, and especially when there's people that actually don't really get on easy to say something nasty because you know all those things that irritate you but then you really have to be brave and true and honest and say what it is you absolutely admire and love and respect about them and you do that for the whole group at the end of it everybody's crying it's just fantastic maybe we should do that it's awesome it's a great thing because it it really clears the air and it everybody will take both sides of it away and go I'm going to make sure I brush my teeth before I get up, you know, before I come to work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've done that before. And it's like, uh-oh, somebody knows. Yeah. That's you know, and, and, it, and everybody... It's being, and on, it, it's being honest. It's being honest. So that, that's how I think you nurture along the way. Once you've got a team together and everybody trusts each other, it's fantastic. You don't have to go out and get smashed together. Yeah. Although that's always and, fun. Uh, yeah. And you know, I think you've got, to be, you've got to be happy doing abnormal things to be awesome. Like, you know, like yeah. you, you, you can't just carry on doing normal things and be, expect to be awesome at what you do. You've got to be a little bit quirky and crazy, right? And know that you're going to make mistakes. You know, and, and know that you're not going to get thrown into jail by the boss because you made a mistake. I was like, yeah. sorry, boss. You know, I dropped your last um, collectible Netsuki that you, your grandmother gave you. It was an accident. <laughs> I, really, I, didn't even, I didn't mean it, but it was an accident. And know that it's, well, yeah. shit happens. 
So so sold your uh, collectible V60. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's using it. Someone broke my V60 this morning. Oh, no. <laughs> you read one? Yeah. I got it for free anyway. I won it, actually. Oh, really? I won it. Well, I think the last answer, the last question's answered. How do you know if someone's the right or wrong fit? I think we've answered that. You know, it's mm. follow your heart. And, and I think also from, from the first time you talk to someone, say, look, we, I'm not going to put you on immediately. I need you to do a trial for a month. I said, at the end of that month, you might not like working here, and I might like working yeah. with you. And it's not, an in, it's not to say that you're a terrible person, but you've got to understand that this is a tight team. We want to all be together. And if you don't fit in, it's kind of pointless coming to a place where you don't fit yeah. in. Yeah, totally. And you'll feel it and you'll know it. So this gives us an, a chance to, to get, the, you know, get it all working properly. And if you know as an employee that that's the way it is, you're quite happy. Yeah. Great. Like it. I think there's some solid, solid nuggets in there for people to um, use, you know. Like, I, I think... I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I've drunk too much coffee. Yet. <laughs> I know that if I was about to start a cafe or if I was a manager or running a shop, um, I think the stuff on hiring is gold. Yeah. You, know, you can't like, do it without your people. You can't do it without the staff. You can't think, do it all by yourself. Yeah. If you're trying to do it all by yourself, it's, it's, uh, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen, no. You know, you know, if you think that you're going to open a little espresso bar and do it all by yourself, own, yeah. forget about it because yeah. at some point you're going to fall down. Yeah, yeah. And then you close the doors for a few days while you recuperate. What do you do? I mean, how do you, how do you maintain that? Mm. Yeah. So you've got to know going in that you're a people person. And this brings me to the next thing that I always have an issue with is why do people open cafes? Mm-hmm. There should be a test. It's almost <laughs> like parenting. Some people should do a t- or most of us should do a test <laughs> about becoming before we became parents. Because we all know there's some shocking pretty, parents in the world. It's pretty easy to become a parent, though, it's isn't so it? It's so easy to become a parent. <laughs> it's, way, it's, it's way harder to own a cafe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's the same thing. It's another baby. Yeah, absolutely. It requires just as much care, right? And, and really, if... Um, Responsibility. If you, if you know somebody who wants to open a cafe, help them by yeah. trying to stop them. <laughs> because if you stop them then as Nico said they probably shouldn't have been the one that opened a cafe yeah yeah, they probably in, intended not to yeah. yeah if you can convince someone not to open a cafe then they weren't the right person to open a cafe yeah that, that, you know if you can give someone all the wrong all the reasons not to the stress the hiring the volume the, the hours the debt the stress the volume, the hours, keep on the GST and a GST, the GST, the flood, the, yeah, the flood, the insurance, the landlord, <laughs> <laughs> the landlord. And, um, and then if they still go and do it, well, they're not meant to do it. They've got the tenacity, they've got the strength, they've got the willpower, and they they know they want to do it for the right reasons. Uh, they're either well educated or completely stupid, one of the two, or, or a mix of both. Both of which, can work. <laughs> that's all. And, of us. and I think likewise, if if you are that person and and you're thinking of opening a cafe and you haven't done 12 months, two years in the industry and no one's trying to talk you out of it, you need to find that person who's going to talk you out of it because... <laughs> because if, They'll probably be a good mentor. Yeah, you, you yeah. need that 12, <coughs> 24 months full-time in the industry to have any concept of what it's about. Mm. That, 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 that's also on, on the flip side of that, the people that do go and create something successful, they wouldn't change it for the world. But it, it, it's, you know, the first 12 months or 24 months 
can be brutally disheartening. You know, mm. that, that can be any business. Any business Any business. All. Not just cafe business, but any business. You know, the, um, you know. What did I say? Not even 10% of new businesses yeah. su- survive. Yeah. Oh, the, the stats are appalling. It's yeah. like, I think, yeah, something like less than 10% of businesses make it through to two years. Yep. And, and of those that make it through to two years, less than 10% of those make it through, through to five. Yeah, and and no, and and I think it's naivety that gets you through in the first five years. Sure, you know, and then when you look back and go, oh, I knew it was going to be like that, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's there's the lesson. Do your homework. Yeah, yeah. Do more totally. homework. Totally. We'll we'll talk about. Um, I think we'll do another episode on. Uh, on Stop opening cafes. <laughs> don't, don't open that cafe. <laughs> no, I was thinking more like of the legalities, and now we're talking earlier about the legalities, and and we'll have you, have you back for that. You know, just making sure you. When you put your head on your pillow at night, if there's anything that, that, that stresses you out, make sure you do something about it. You know that. I tell people when you're quiet, paint the counter, which means when there's nothing to do and there's no customers, do things that you can do when there's no one in the room. Yeah, yeah. Including taking a bit of time for your personal meditation. Yeah. Mm. A few minutes switch off time. You know, it'll really help. And yeah. these are little tricks that, you know, for your staff as well, if you've got, if you've got a minute, just um, take a breather, have a glass of water. Yeah, yeah, go and breathe some fresh yeah, oxygen. Just go outside for a minute. I used to get my guys to go for a run up and down the road. Yeah. You can see people getting Mark, a little bit antsy and so just, Mark, Mark just run. Do, Mark, you're doing long jumps. So over, <laughs> Jumping over cars. Uh, uh, yeah, over, over cars and bus stops. <laughs> I used to love that. Run, Mark, run. <laughs> <laughs> coffee menu for this yes, week. huge. Espresso. Oh, there is so much coffee on that whiteboard. Uh, coffee menu, espresso. Take it out, Joe. Oh, let me just turn my mic. Rene Diaz, El Salvador. Ah, uh, by the way, if you want an awesome espresso, drink it. Oh my god! I that? had two today. Oh, did you have two? Yeah. No, did you make I made Phil one. Oh, really? What did you think? Awesome, beautiful it's like chocolate ganache. Beautiful. It's like it's like the ristretto used to be, when the ristretto was like the only option. Like, is that the ristretto or like a lavazza two percent beverage? Lavazza with two sugars, thanks. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's like the good version of that. So mm. like. Phil, said, Phil was talking to me. He's like, I'm still coming to grips with this longer espresso thing. And I was like, oh, I'm going to make you one of these, this, uh, this El Salvadorian honey processed coffee because it's got that sort of thing going on where it's this beautiful syrupy body, and, but it's bright and fruity at the same time. And it is bright and fruity. Yeah. Like chocolate fudge, but with like jaffa. Stone fruit. And yeah, yeah. Sick. Well, thank you for talking about that because I read it and I was like, oh, what am I going to say? I haven't yeah. drunk this coffee. <laughs> I'm going to go drink one now. Yeah. Sounds amazing. But you enjoyed it? You've sold it well. Oh, sorry. We're just on the first coffee of the menu. We're going to yeah. be here till later. Yeah, let me go. Till like okay. December 24th. Mutuawati, Kenya. That's stunning. Um, no description needed. You've all enjoyed that last year. Cabanas, Honduras. Um, that puppy's brewing a little bit differently it's like 30 seconds on the ek yeah um, breaking a few rules but yeah don't be afraid to give it a bit of so, a push so if you it's, it, it's very soluble but it, it uh but also it just reacts well with slowing it down yeah totally Super I, citric I had as well. i had one from johnny this morning at bayleaf and um at 30 seconds and it was outstanding yeah. it was delightful I'm, so well done i think i bridged one with the 35 range of this mm. yeah and yeah the one the first one like, I, let's drink it the first one like, i drank was yeah. like 35 and that was really tasty so um yeah certainly that one go a little bit longer eh? uh the tanli nicaragua and um, big 
chocolate bomb. That that puppy is singing right now, yeah, by yeah, the way. Totally. Like that S- is like really come into its own it's in the last two it's weeks. Got depth. So if you want to, if you haven't tried it, try it. If you tried it like a month ago, try, try it again because it it's, it's freaking mm. off the Richter. Um, and uh, Pablo Salguero, another El Cell. Um, that, that, that's the bubble. That's yeah. the bubble. Yeah. Think, yeah. think sweet, real coffee, coffee. Orange, pulpy, mm. yeah, juice. But really simple, eh? Like just coffee, coffee, right? Yeah, not bit not of, bit, 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 of, bit of process, yeah. bit of like blueberry, but awesome. Amazing. Mm. Filter. That, that's the espresso menu. Yeah. Filter menu. Um, we've got about... One more roast left of the Gesha from Jose uh, Cantillo. Oh. Uh, that 20, is 24th roast, was it? Or 20, yeah. No, 29th. Yeah, 29th. This month was roast. out oh, of this world. world. So, um, 24th was really good. But we've 29th. been cleaned out, so thanks for everyone for ordering it because it's not a, not the cheapest coffee and, and it's great to see people spend the extra money on, on that. I think it's uh, worth well, it. We, we, cupped, we cupped some um, um, Esmeralda today, but yeah. as good. As good, as for good sure. for sure. Same same league, so you're not paying two hundred dollars a kilo. You're paying, <laughs> still paying a lot. When yeah, I was, I was very stoked to see the last bag of that um, geisha went to one of our uh, really regular retail customers of the um, Tim Tim. Yeah, Tim Jennings. Tim, Tim, Tim Jennings, Jennings. Uh, ordered the very thanks, last Tim. bag from this le- this week's roast. Well so, done, uh, man. Well done. Like, you know, it's like they, there you go. They're, they're paying thirty bucks for two hundred fifty gram bag of. Of um of coffee, so yeah, it's, it's awesome, awesome right? It's awesome. such a treat. Or more, if you're in the Byron region, Bayleaf will be running that puppy. I think uh, yes, filter. Um, as filter, I was talking with um, Regan this morning. He's looking at running that next week. Cool. So uh, pop into Bayleaf and get yourself a rare, exquisite, amazing coffee. Cool. Mm. Uh, so on top of that, there's the Mutwe um, Wathe from Kenya which is absolutely beautiful at the moment. Um, Otonio Sagamuste uh, from Honduras. So we've just polished off. It's really the Thursdays it's been done. <laughs> back what? That's what <laughs> so, so, so like you've got El Salvador, Kenya, Honduras, Nicaragua. I think we... And, uh, sorry, man. The Buena Vista from Nicaragua. Oh, I didn't introduce. Right. So that's, uh, that's, like a, that's from... Uh, remember cupping it. A producer it. from Nicaragua called Annabelle Guadamuz. Um, and it's like a, a blend of his best. He goes two varieties, Katura and Pacamara. So it's a blend of those. And cool. uh, I remember cupping it a couple of weeks ago, and it was like off the off yeah, the table. It's good. Very top end, AAA. bright, clean, and fruity. Yeah. You know, clean, fruity flavors. But what I was saying was, we've got El Sal, Kenya, Honduras, Nicaragua, El Salvador, all in the espresso. Nicaragua, Colombia, Kenya, yeah. Honduras on the filter. Like it's a really Crazy. really good menu. Yeah, huge menu. Blends. Awesome. Decaf uh, blend is rocking. Yep. I heard some stories that it's like the best decaf blend in the world no 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 it's <laughs> it's not the, not just that but we had a uh, cam from you and i uh, yeah, yeah. he said to fergus that it is one of the top three espressos just a straight espressos out espressos he's so, had this year so, 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 so seriously right if you think that you can't drink nice decaf drink this yeah blow your head off good yeah and uh, it works uh, it works in the batchy yeah. as well as in the espresso oh, machine really? i haven't tried it oh it's great. awesome yeah. I, I actually were, we parked here the other night and I actually made a decaf espresso. Yeah, I, at, I, no, at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, like, that's awesome. awesome. Um, anyway, Colombia Yoga Chef decaf. Yeah, Thunderbird and Las Nubes La Roca. 
Um, big block is on vacation. Um, Firebird, if it's if you guys are enjoying that, please let us know. It's now La Roca, not um, Daytonly, but La Roca Nicaragua. Uh, Rene Diaz, that's the El Salvador honey, and um, the Yergeshef Natural from Gal. How do you spell Galena Abaya. Galena Abaya Natural. Mm. So that's the three process blend. Just having having a play with that. We've roasted as, as daily grind profile and as Thunderbird profile and as old school profile, like, like all different ways. But Thunderbird profile seems to be everyone's favorite. So we're, we're getting it out like that. Yep. Uh, who's serving it this week? Um, Milk Bar. Milk Bar up on the um, sunny coast. Sunny coast. Uh, Bread and Circus. Oh, cool. Bread and Circus are on TV, aren't they? Anyway. Firebird. Okay, maybe, maybe Firebird. Yeah. You sent some coffee. You would know. I'm pretty certain they ordered Firebird. The, the Firebird. There you go. But Firebird uh, is bread and circus. And yeah, there's yeah. bags around. There's Emerald. Bags, there's bags. Oh, Emerald, Emerald Beach. Emerald Beach. Beach. Oh, Watch go out. boys. Watch. Next week. Watch. Next week. Watch out. Um, uh, cool. Yeah. DG, yeah. same, same. Uh, La Roca and San Sebastian. And that's singing, by the way. Stunning. But that was just on the, on the company table this week. That was... Mm. Um, thanks so much. Uh, Grime Wisely Cup Honestly Brew with confidence Have a beautiful week Thank you so much Phil Drink it Marvel Street Coffee See ya Bye